and welcome to Emma's ESL English. I think I'm correct in guessing that most of the people listening are probably adults. And that likely means that either you're in university or completely finished education and you're learning English on your own. That is great. Congratulations. Welcome to the adult language learning community. I would argue from personal experience that your ability to learn a language in school or not, as the case may be, has zero reflection on whether you can learn a language as an adult in later life. What I mean to say is that if you sucked at learning languages at school, that doesn't mean you will always suck at learning languages. Yes, I absolutely agree that some people find it easier than others to learn a language. And scientifically, we found that those who are bilingual or trilingual, when they are children, they find it much, much easier to acquire other languages later in life. But just because you find it hard to learn languages at school, or you like totally sucked at it, <laughs> doesn't mean that you can't learn languages at all. For me, I learned German and French at school, four years of German, and I am very embarrassed to say that I barely remember a single word. There are several things that I think impact our ability to learn languages or maybe learn anything. First, motivation. If you have some internal motivation to learn and it needs to be powerful, then that can make learning a language much easier. I couldn't see any reason as a teenager to learn German. I had no intention of going to Germany for a start. And really, in the UK, we don't exactly focus on the positives of Germany when it comes to our education system. Like, ever. <laughs> so they weren't exactly selling the idea of going to Germany to me in any of my classes, despite teaching me German. I didn't know any German people I wasn't interested in the people or culture and they didn't make me interested in my German class either. <laughs> and most importantly for me, German was only spoken in one little country. At the time, that made it seem like learning German was a total waste of my time. On the other hand, I like Chinese. I'm curious about it. I love the culture and I'm interested in how the language, the culture and the history all impact and intersect with each other. When I first started learning Chinese, I was planning to move to China to teach and I had a very real fear of the language. So I thought at least if I learn a little bit, I won't be as scared when I move there. That's quite a powerful motivator. <laughs> In addition, I'm a big fan of Chinese TV shows. So I'm listening to Chinese on a regular basis and I wanted to understand more. So all of these things led me to be much more motivated to learn Chinese than I ever was to learn German. So motivation is vital. Language learning is a long and 
often very boring process. To get anywhere near fluency requires patience and passion. Two, persistence. I always assumed that my classmates had some magic trick to memorize German. I couldn't get it to stick in my head and I quickly gave up. When I started learning Chinese, I asked many of my Chinese students how had they memorized the Chinese characters. You just have to practice them again and again was the very repetitive answer that I received. One student told me that her elementary teacher had told her she needed to write each character at least a hundred times to get it into her head. I was horrified. A hundred times? What? <laughs> now it's pretty clear that I never really tried very hard to learn the previous languages I had attempted. <laughs> but there's something else that I think we miss, especially for those of us who have come out of an industrial education system. I think it's easy to come away thinking that there's one right way to learn things. And that's great if that's how you learn. But if you don't learn that way, then it's very likely that you believe that you're just bad at learning things. So what's the third thing that we need to learn languages? I think we need to know and understand our personal learning style. There are many different learning styles and the challenge is we're all unique. So you need to work out how you specifically learn. There are many recognized learning styles. I suggest you go and Google this and do some of the free online tests that you'll find and that will help you work out which mixture of learning styles best suits you. In addition, you might find that different styles suit different things that you're trying to learn. So let's talk about a few of these learning styles. First off, what are we using in school? I would say in general, we're using three learning styles in various ways at school. First, visual. So that's looking at what's written on the board, graphs and flashcards and pictures, that kind of thing. Second, auditory, listening. So that's listening to what the teacher is saying Perhaps it's listening to our other classmates and what they're saying. And of course, we might, if we're doing German in a really old classroom, we might also be listening to tapes or maybe watching videos and listening to those. And the third one is verbal, which could be answering the teacher. It could be talking to classmates. It could be doing presentations but verbal also counts as writing. So writing our answers, writing essays and tests, things like that. For me, I'm really good at learning from reading, but if the teacher was just talking and talking, then I got distracted. I was doodling or looking outside and I didn't hear anything. So what else? You might also be a kinesthetic or 
physical learner. That means you might need something in your hands to help you understand. You might be a logical learner. That means that you need patterns or reasoning or sequences to make sense and learn something. We also need to talk about the social aspect of learning. For some people, they work really, really well in a team and learning from each other. But for me, that's really distracting. Instead, I prefer to be reading a book by myself. As I said, your learning style may change depending on what you're learning, what the environment is like, and even who you're with. Go off and do some research. Really think about what you have learned well already and how did you learn it so well? What were you doing that helped you learn that thing so effectively? And maybe see if there are ways that you can apply that to your English learning. There are so many tools out there to help you learn a language these days. Knowing your learning style will help you narrow down which sorts of tools might be worth a try and which are just not going to be useful at all. This episode is part of my Escape the Plateau series. You can find all of the episodes geared towards helping you learn how to learn English more effectively in the English Learning Tips playlist and the Escape the Plateau playlist on the YouTube channel. I really hope this is helpful for you and I'll see you next time. Bye!